This is Hope and Health with Doctors Michelle and Mark Sherwood. Insights and interviews with a dose of straight talk to help you enjoy optimal health in all areas of life. Well, folks, I'm really excited about this episode because we're going to induce, introduce a brand new segment here that we've been talking about for quite some time. As you know, uh, Dr. Michelle and I really focus on all around sort of holistic health, and we talk about physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, and even financial health, but we haven't really got down the pathway of financial health as much as we wanted to, but I do have the opportunity to talk about finances right now because uh, when our finances are not in order, and we live in times right now that are very perilous, very traumatic, and certainly uncertain. We hear about you know this hyperinflation. We see gas prices rising. We see the government going in trillions of dollars of debt. We hear the rumors of paper money not being any good anymore. What is one supposed to do? It makes you want to pull your hair out. There is no answers, but maybe there is answers. So I'm going to introduce you to my friend, Andrew Sorcini. A little bit about him. He's 52 years of old, so he's a younger guy right? Get the, the, the beat there. Um, he started working in a coin shop, believe it or not, at 15 years of age. And he worked there for nine years. And then he decided to need to get a real job. But he learned that that was a real job, managing people's money, learning how to do wealth and stuff like that. And he has some incredible information for us today. So folks, I want you to listen up and Andrew will be with us about once a month to keep us up to date on the newest financial trends. So without further ado, Andrew, welcome. Thanks for being with us tonight. Oh, thanks for having me, Dr. Sherwood. It's definitely uh, um, an honor. Oh my gosh. So I'm excited, man. I actually do business with you and I have actually bought some silver from you. Who knew, right? But I thought it was a good idea and I kind of wanted to share the information that you shared with us to, to our listeners and no one better to share it than straight from the horse's mouth. So kind of tell us a little bit about your, your background and why it's so important right now to get your finances in order and how to do that. Oh, it's, um, it's absolutely important, especially in times like this. It's um, initially when, when I started in this business, I was just a, a young kid just wanting to make a few dollars. And in life, sometimes things don't, uh, don't finish up the way that they started and it's morphed into so much more. And uh, peop- I realize now that, uh, that I help people. I help people protect their portfolio. Owning gold and silver is considered portfolio insurance because for anybody out there that invests, um, if you're looking at your portfolio of everything that you have, you go, wow, my house is going up in value, but my stocks are down. Or my house and my stocks are good, but this investment's down. And you wonder why everything isn't firing on all cylinders at the same time. And um, you do want to have a portion of your portfolio that can that can protect the core of what you have when other things are not doing well, and that's gold and silver. You know, in today's world, and we talked about this before coming live. You know, our stock market is extremely volatile right now, and my biggest concern for people out there is they've got their retirement put in there. They've got investments put in there. They got their 401k, their pension, whatever. You know, when I see that and hear that people are in panic. And of course, when they get in fear, that affects their health. And so I want to get some peace back into their life regarding not just their health, but also their finances. How do we do that? How do we navigate those waters? Well, 
really what people should do is just um, start off just looking to get yourself educated. Um, we'll, we'll talk about how to get in contact with me and my company um, a little bit later here in the show. But if people will reach out to us and just have a, a low pressure um, um, consultation with us and let us explain to you what gold and silver can do for you. Um, I do have a background working in the stock market as well. I worked for the William O'Neill Company, which is uh, Investors Business Daily newspaper, which is the number two financial newspaper for stocks out there. That's back when people read newspapers. Now everything's <laughs> online, but uh, but it's um, um I, I learned so much then. I was I worked there when the dot com uh, boom uh, was heading up, and I I worked there when it crashed in March of two thousand. I was um I was actually there when uh, the towers were hit and on nine eleven. Mm. Um, not not in New York, but I mean, I was working in the stock market here in California and um, and just saw the impact that that had on our markets and how people are are fragile when it comes to the investments that they have in, in the stock market. Um, everything is cyclical. Stocks tend, the stock market tends to reset or have a, a big correction about every seven to eight years. You can go back and you can look at that. You can see uh, 1987, there was a crash then, the mid-90s, March of 2000, then around 2010, then 2018, or no, 2008 was a financial crisis. That's really when it was. And um, it's cyclical. When you see that coming, especially if you're retired, you can't wait for that cycle to come back. You can't wait for stocks to go down 50% and then wait for them to come back up to, to where they were and reach new highs. That can be a 10-year cycle, and maybe you need to access those funds before then. When you talk about the accessibility of funds, obviously, uh, some people have their money locked up tight where you have to pay penalties to get it out and all that kind of stuff. Um, is that a factor in this factoring in? Because I'm hearing you say there needs there's going to be this um, correction that occurs every so often. But by the dates you gave us here at being 2022, it seems like it's been a while. So are we on that precipice, Andrew, of having a correction? And then to the first question, should people begin to think about moving some of that around? Yeah, they absolutely should. The, the last correction was 2008, 2009. And uh, if you figure that, it, that there is a correction every six to seven years, it's been 13 to 14 years. And people often ask what our opinion is on why that uh, why the stocks have been bullish for so long. And my answer is always that um, there were there were stimulus uh, um, several rounds of stimulus that occurred right after 2008, and um, and the uh, government bailed out the banks. Like Bank of America was almost bankrupt, and a lot of banks did go belly up at that time. So. So it's um, we could not have foreseen that that could result in us having a bullish market for almost 15 years. But that that's where we're at. And it definitely can't stay that way. It cannot. So for people that have retirement accounts, for example, the, those typically will hold stocks and some are aggressive and some are not. But right now would be a good time to potentially start scaling out of some of your positions in your retirement accounts that hold stocks, maybe even just just close some of them out and just have your account sit in cash. But right now with inflation, hyperinflation, if you just have cash that's just sitting there, you're actually losing money because your buying power for the dollar is actually going down 
And if you're not offsetting that with something that is going up while the buying power of the dollar is going down, then you're losing. So in times where we have hyperinflation, typically gold and silver will go up in value, mostly gold. So when you look at this, you know, it's the way I, I heard you talk about that is inflation goes up, prices go up. Therefore, it takes more of the dollar to purchase that. Therefore, the value of the dollar is going down. Uh, and I got that right. Is that kind of how it works? And at the same time, on the other side of the coin, while the value of the dollar is going down, typically gold and silver typically goes on the rise. It, did I get that right? That is correct. It's um, it's very, very important that people understand that. And also, um, we're seeing now that the inflation rate for, as of March of this year is at 7.9%. And um, that's what that's what's being reported. But when you look at other things and how much they've gone up, specifically gas. I've seen the gas prices in Oklahoma have gone from about $2.50 a gallon to about what $4.50 and close to $5. And here in, in Los Angeles, in Beverly Hills, where, where, where we live, it's um, I, I drove by a gas station that was $7.44 a gallon the other day. And, and, uh, wow. Yeah, $7.44. Wow. And, um, and um, I actually saw a, tr- a clip that Trump had actually, um, had actually um, put out or it was him talking it somewhere publicly uh, a few years back where he was say, talking about what it would be like if Biden did get elected and did beat him. He said, we'd probably see $8 a gallon gas, maybe nine or $10. And I think he was just, you know, just kind of trying to, to make a ridiculous example, but it's actually almost happening here. And uh, yeah, so things are up more than 7.9% for sure. Well, they are. And I, I look at the the whole idea and it, I think it's going to get worse personally. As many of you know out there, I'm in the gubernatorial race of Oklahoma. And I can tell you that the big discussion right now is do we want to remain energy dependent or become energy independent once again? And I think it depends on which way we go. If we become more energy dependent, we're stuck and prices are still going to go up and we become energy independent. Again, we're kind of back where uh, President Trump wanted us to be energy independent, become exporters more than we are importers. And that all made sense to me, right? So, you know, Andrew, here we are at this point in time. Um, when someone does buy gold and silver, what do they do with it? Where do they keep it? What's a good What's a good strategy to, to uh, store it? And what do you do with it? There's really three ways. So we'll just start with um, explaining how it would work if somebody wanted to do what we call a cash purchase. So it wouldn't actually send us cash for it, but um, people would call in and just talk about gold and silver with us for a little bit. If it's determined that you would like to move forward and actually make your first investment into gold and silver, then uh, we would send you an invoice and uh, we'd ask you to go to the bank and do a bank wire. Then we will actually ship the gold or silver to you via FedEx or UPS. It's fully insured until it hits your doorstep. And most people will put it in a gun safe at home. Um, I don't recommend putting it in uh, in like a, a lock box at a bank, like a safe deposit box, because you're putting it right into the system that we're actually trying to take some of the funds out of. But if, it, if your safety is threatened by you having it at home and you really have no other choice, then you would have to do that. We do provide other options. You can have um, you could have safe insured storage at a place called Delaware Depository, which I personally use for part of the company's inventory, and and it's great. If I need it, especially with the gold, I can have it sent to me overnight, just um, with just twenty four hours notice. 
and it's physical gold. So, so we're, we're sending physical gold and silver to the clients. And if you go for the storage option, there's physical gold and silver there, not certificates. And, mm-hmm. uh, and the people out there should know that if you talk to your stockbroker or your financial advisor about gold and silver, they're not going to, uh, they're not going to recommend that you do gold and silver. They never do. It's um, really what it does is it takes funds out of the centralized banking system, which they're a big part of. And essentially, they're, you're taking away their opportunity to make money with um, any transactions that you do through the, them or their firm. So they, they never, ever say this is a good idea. But I could just tell you that those people personally and individually outside of their, their companies are clients of ours as well. <laughs> that's pretty funny. You know, and I will tell you, that's actually true because um, I, I have observed that personally uh, several times. And it made sense to me because of what you just said, when you pull money out of the establishment pool, the pool that is the problem potentially, um, it sort of takes it out of their hands and they don't have control over it anymore. And you can see the discomfort that would occur with that because they want to have control and therefore they can have your money. And um, with that said, we've tried even on our health side to take control away from the big pharma, the big systems and put it back in the hands of individual people. And that's what you're talking about, right? Exactly. It's like uh, being able to choose the doctor and get the treatment that you feel that you need, not the one that you're being told that you need. And um, and it's the same thing. You know, the, these uh, these uh, financial advisors, they, they feel like, especially the banks, they feel like your funds belong to them. Um, we had somebody recently at a bank tell someone that was going into there to wire funds to us, I'm sorry, we refuse to do this wire transfer for you. We don't believe in whatever it is that you're doing here. And um, and I told her, you have to march back in there and and, and just demand that, that they do it. I go, I'm not telling you that because I, I want or need the business that badly. You're letting the bad guys win. We're, mm. we're trying to take money out of the system and have tangible real hard assets that can that can protect you in times of emergency. And just just to compare it to that, um, for years, people would come over to my house and they would see that I have those big giant um, um, 35 count water cases that you get at Costco or Sam's Club, that I would have like 20 of those, like uh-huh. big giant ones stacked high. And they just, they'll say, why do you have all this water? And I just say, one day some, something's going to happen. And I like to drink water more than anything else out there. So so there will be some sort of emergency and we're going to need this. Trust me, we'll need it. And if we don't, I'll just drink it all. It's a, and um, it's just, it's just um, I'm preparing for what could happen. And then sure enough, once COVID hit and, and people got super scared and we, and we went on lockdown, that was one of the things that you couldn't get very easy. And, um, and I'm not saying go out and, you know, buy everything so that people, other people can't have it, but you sh- yeah. I feel like investing in gold and silver is just preparing for something that could happen. It, what if something happened with a power, power grid and you can't uh, manage your finances online or you can't go to an ATM and pull cash out like uh, like the people in Ukraine? I'm pretty sure um, going to mm. an ATM would be something that you're probably not able to do very easy. And uh, you want to have it in hand. When you think about that, I, I'm just curious. This is me asking. OK, so everything goes south. You can't get into the ATM or the or the cash system is so bad that you can't 
it loses its value. One has gold or silver. What does one do with that? And how does that help? Oh, one thing that's great for that are um, back in 1964 and before the dimes, quarters and half dollars that circulated in the United States contained silver. They call it uh, 90% silver or they call it junk silver. And the reason why they used to call it junk silver is because back in the late 60s, early 70s, you would look at these coins and you go, oh, this is one of the ones that has silver in it. One day it's going to be worth more. You toss it into a old Folgers uh, um, coffee can mm-hmm. and you just you just forget about it and you just spend the new ones. And they just called it junk silver because it wasn't ever worth trying to to um, to extract the silver out of it. That wasn't cost effective. So um, now many years later, those silver coins are worth about 25 times the face value. So, um, so literally a, a half dollar is worth really closer to about 13, $14 just for one. So, so um, having those old silver coins are, that is what is um, highly believed to be the currency that we would use in a bartering situation. So, so um, if we're in a terrible situation, whether it be what happened in Katrina with the Katrina hurricane years back, or um, what's happening in Ukraine and you don't have access to your funds, you could go to your neighbor and just say, look, I, I, I see that you have a lot of this and I would like to, to, um, to exchange some of these for maybe some bread or some eggs or something that I need. And, and people will do that. I know people that do it now just to prove a point. And uh, you've, you've probably met a couple of them at, uh, um, at some of the events that I've seen you at. So it does happen. And, um, and I've done it too. When people, well, let me ask you this. In that scenario, and not ask you to predict the future, but two questions I've got. One is, do you see the stock market and our financial system collapsing to the point where um, it would force that? And do you see a point one day where the bartering system comes back as more the norm than, say, the cash system? I don't think it will be more of the norm, but I feel that um, I feel that there are um, that there are governments out there that want to know exactly what you have, like they they want to know what all of your assets are, and I feel like that's why they want to have everything centralized. So so uh, they got us these wonderful phones that we can do all of our banking on. People can trade Bitcoin, and they can do everything on this phone. And I believe that that's what what they want. They want everything to be on this grid. They can know exactly what you have and uh, you don't have to have any tangible assets if, if that's what you believe. And, and for me, I, I just want to have enough gold and silver here to where it's like an insurance policy for part of my portfolio. And one thing that I really like about looking at gold and silver as insurance for my portfolio is that it's different than other insurance policies. So for example, if I'm... Um, if my car insurance, if 12, if 12 months come and go and you don't crash your car in that 12 months, they don't give you part of the premium back. They don't give you any of the premium back. You start over, you pay it again and you go another year. Well, with gold and silver, it's portfolio insurance. But if nothing bad happens over the course of the year and you don't need it to barter with, well, you still have it. And chances are it's worth more than it was when you bought it. So I feel like it's um, it's an insurance policy that's not like any other. 
It's really good. And I will tell you, a lot of the discussion today in the globalist circles is to have a central banking uh, system with a centralized currency that is digital, completely digital. And they want to control that. And if you um, a lot of people don't believe this can happen in America, it's already happened in China. And all they get is flip a switch here because it's here. Uh, the how smart of the digital cards are coming. And eventually the globalists want to put those under the skin so they can sort of um, uh, control your behavior. And controlling your behavior might be one day controlling where you buy and where you sell or not being able to buy anything. And of course, that goes back to biblical prophecy, of course, with the, the mark of the beast uh, and being able to buy and sell without that. But again, that is where it's going. So I want people to understand that what Andrew is telling us right now is certainly on the agenda openly by certain people, the elitists that are sort of trying to control the world. Now, having said that, if we'll listen carefully to this brilliant advice today, we'll see that uh, he's given us some real um, insight to what one will do and will need to do to stay out of that system and to be able to not just exist, but able to uh, to thrive in that environment. And so, Andrew, I, I think it's brilliant what you're doing now. So somebody gets into this and they say, OK, I'm going to hold on to this gold and silver for, I don't know, five years. It's insurance policy. And um, let's say, for example, the monetary system doesn't decline and they decided to get some cash. Can they do that? They can do it anytime they want. And really, I, I would prefer if you just came right back to us, uh, reach out to me, send me a text and say, hey, I'd, um, I saw a good, a good deal on a home right up the street for me and I'd love to upgrade what I have and I, I need to get some cash. So uh, um, I'm looking at liquidating a portion of my investment that I did with you. No problem, anytime. It's, um, we have some people that'll do it like a month later. I don't recommend doing that, but things pop up, you never know. And, yeah. and, you know, the finding a good deal on a home um, scenario did happen with someone that just they wanted to sell a month later and they just they weren't even looking for a home. But some an opportunity came and they just pounced on it. And and uh, and they're still clients of ours. So anytime you want, you could uh, you could liquidate it. I I look at it like you're not out there purchasing a brand new living room set or a new car. It's not really a purchase. It's more of a conversion of one type of currency, say our greenbacks into yellow or, or silver. Uh, it's just a conversion of one currency into another. And you can certainly change it back anytime you want. I think people should hear what I'm getting ready to say right now. It's clear to me that people should have this, at least some of their uh, assets in gold and silver because they don't sit here and they don't have a dependent factor upon the government. It just is here and it's steady. It's secure. It's not going to go down in value um, just like crash one day. That's the good thing about it. It is really a solid insurance company, insurance policy. It's also a solid uh, insurance investment piece against your own portfolio. And so I get that. I'm hoping the listeners get this now. Andrew, just curiosity, and I don't know the answer. Um, much of the answer. I know some of it, but gold and silver, um, trending wise, how has that um, increased or even decreased in value over the last, say, 10 years? Oh, uh, I would say in the last 10 years, we've seen gold go from about 1300 an ounce to it's currently at like about 1920 an ounce. And the all time high on gold is $2,075 an ounce. It hit that in March of um, 
of 2020 when the lockdowns began for COVID. And it happened again when um, when things really escalated in Ukraine. Ukraine It came like $4 away from the all-time high. And then it mm. retreated south of that. But really, it that trend, if you look at it, over time, year after year, gold is always up. And, and not everybody invests in gold to make money with it. Usually, they just want to protect what they already have. But if you can make money with it as well, that's great. It's um, it's an absolutely great idea. So, what about silver? Um, I like silver for people that are more like speculative. If you're if you feel like you have a certain amount to invest, and let's say that you don't have any intention of accessing those funds for two to five years, then I would say go heavy on silver because silver has a better chance to double and triple in price than gold does. And I base that on, we saw silver hit $50 an ounce back in 1980, and it hit $50 an ounce back in 2011. And currently, just checking for a current price, silver's at $25.02 right now. So so it's half of what the all-time high has been twice. Mm -hmm. And I really feel that silver could hit $50 to $100 an ounce relatively easy. Now, I don't want people to call us and say, I want to get some of that silver. I you, Andrew said it's going to 100, yeah. but I do believe that, that that can and will happen. The only question is when. What precipitates that, just curiosity-wise, to make it go from $25 an ounce to 100? What, what are the factors that would contribute to that potential? Well, the biggest one that, that I'm looking at is, is something that, um, that some people are aware of. Silver is, is heavily manipulated. And, um, and for anybody that's out, out there that's like listening to this, to this interview and, and just wondering like exactly that, um, JP Morgan owns over 600 million ounces of silver. They, they own the biggest amount of, of physical silver of anybody out there. And they're using it for portfolio insurance. But one thing that they're doing is they don't want silver to, to go up in value. They don't want it to go down in value. It's they're keeping it exactly where it's at so that if things were to happen with stocks or real estate, that they could at least be protected there. Well, I do believe that one day, probably sooner than later, that the demand for silver will be so high that that um, big firms like JP Morgan will no longer be able to, to hold the price of silver right where it's at. And mm -hmm. when it's allowed to have its real market value, I think it can get up to $100 an ounce almost overnight. So, wow. Yeah. That's extraordinary. Andrew, okay. So, um, I, I'm going to get another check in with you next month. But seriously, man, how do people get a hold of you? How do they get started? Oh, I, I would recommend people go right to our website. So, the website is bh-pm.com. So, I'll repeat it. It's, um, it's BH like Beverly Hills dash PM like precious metals.com. Once you're on the homepage, you'll see a few red buttons. You can click on any of them. One says first time consultation. Another one says first time customer and a form will pop up when you click on there. And uh, you'll want to put in your first name, last name, email address, phone number. And please don't forget to say that, uh, that um, Dr. Mark sent you or, um, 
you definitely want to let us know how, how you heard about us and put in a couple sentences about yourself. So some people will say, I have an old retirement account and uh, I want to see how I might be able to own gold and silver with my retirement account without having it be a taxable event. And, and that would be perfect. We'll reach out to you. Just give us about 48 hours to get back with you. We're getting a lot of inquiries and we prefer the web, the web inquiries more than a phone call. And um, But we will get with you. And if you feel that we're not reaching out to you quick enough, then just go on there and submit it again. Say, hey, the second request, I realize you guys are busy. And uh, that'll put you right up to the top. I love that. BH dot, or bh-pm.com. And when you fill out those forms, just go ahead and tell them Dr. Mark sent you, Dr. Mark and Michelle sent you, or something like that. You know us. Probably even Eminem without the sugar. That might work as well, too. But the idea is, though, um, the, the cool thing is, and I want to talk about this perhaps when we uh, do round two next month, is the idea of being able to uh, have this asset here that's not being taxed. I think that's amazing. And that's a unique factor here that people don't think about. Andrew, this has been fascinating. We'll make sure to have the the website and our feed down here, uh, bh-pm.com, uh, so people can link in there. We'll put instructions in the uh, show notes to um, tell them Doctors Mark and Michelle sent you or something like that. That's great. Uh, appreciate you, man. Thanks for uh, allowing me the opportunity to pick your brain and also to do business. I I will hang on to my assets if you get the my drift, right? So we appreciate you and uh, Andrew. Thanks, and I'll look forward to seeing you next month, man. Okay. Thank you. Look forward to being back. All right, folks, there you go. Andrew Sorcini. We'll look forward to seeing you next time on Hope and Health. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood and their clinic can help you find the hope and health you were created to enjoy. Go to Sherwood.tv for clear, proven ways you can be healthier. Subscribe at Sherwood.tv.